It is indeed. How are you going, Dan? What's going on, brother? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Do you know what? I was going to do this when when we kicked off. I was going to do this voice that I've been doing for my kids. Oh yeah. Right. They love it. Go on. I see if I do it. <clears throat> oh god. Do you know like in the moment when you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And he just can't do it. <laughs> Elias. <laughs> Come here, boy. Give your papa a kiss. But then if I'm going like proper deep, I can like. Does he get scared? Nah, because <laughs> do you know what? It's like those, those scary, like for example, I'm trying to make sure my kids aren't scared of scary things. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, monster, monster. I'm like, that's right. There's a monster up in here. Yes, the monster is with Come here, boy. What about, what about the so younger one? Alina hates it, but I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> And welcome to the NGA podcast. <laughs> this is myself, Denny. <laughs> and this is Lewis. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, uh, yeah. So, what's up, people? Um, but now, it was, uh, I was just, I was just saying, saying to Denny, it was uh, in his second birthday mm. a couple of days back. It's weird, you know, like having, having not. They're not. It feels babies. like it's gone quick. They're not babies anymore, man. Mm. They're not babies. They're they're people. And yeah, actually, yeah. like, I had a com. So I, t- I took them to see the, the Christmas lights, right? Where were they? Uh, just in, in London. Took oh, them okay. Yeah, yeah. The Christmas okay. lights. And uh, on the way in, I was like, I was like, Cholli, I'll get this chair. This is like, a, it means fast. Like, do you want to go fast? Yeah. Right? The kids like it. You get a little blip on the throttle in the car. They go, oh, yeah. it's nice, right? So she's like, ha, papa, this chair. Like, I'm like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> on the way out, she's like getting a bit sleepy. I'm like, do you want, I'm asking the same thing. She's like, no. I don't want it. I was like, okay, we, we're communicating now. We're yeah, talking. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. And uh, it's funny actually, today her and her brother were like having an argument in the car. <laughs> she was like, I don't want to wear my seatbelt. He's like, you got to wear your seatbelt. She's like, nah, I don't want it. <laughs> I was like, oh That's shit, great. it's begun. <laughs> this is what I've got for the next 10 years. Yeah. These two just go, no, yeah, no, yeah. So, did you go Regent Street? Did, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Answer me this then. Did you see when you went? Were there people almost like modelling and just standing in the middle, sort of central reserve, taking pictures, or you didn't notice? I didn't really notice. No, oh, I was there. Um, just met up with some old workmates for just some lunch and a couple of drinks on Tuesday, and it was like people were out in their Sunday best to just stand and pose and take these pictures with these lights. It was nice. It's because there's nothing else to do. With that it, is true. Right? That is true. Fair enough. There isn't much to do. Just but it was still like bizarre and just how fine they were. <laughs> yeah. Just and you know like when they're 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 literally they're not moving. They're just doing different poses, different pouts for like in the same place for like however many minutes. Yeah. yeah it was weird. Proper photos. Like, anyway, thought that was odd, but maybe that's what the youngins are doing these days. Man, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. Mm. But do you know what London's? Right now, London's a bit strange. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, I went down uh, Edgware Road mm. looking for something to eat. Everywhere's empty. Oh, wow. Even Edgware Road? Yeah. Okay. I was like, damn. Okay. It's, it's crazy. But yeah, other, other than that, like, uh, so that was like a little thing I did for the birthday. And then I took um, I took her to soft play. Mm. So I took her to soft play and I was like, oh. I'm one of the people, I don't, I don't like using toilets. I'm like, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. But I needed it. I yeah. needed to go. I got caught out, so I thought, right, let me go, let me go. Slacking. So, slipping. I've gone to, um, I've gone to go use a bathroom, and 
go to the toilet and the water level's a bit high. I was like, oh, this ain't good. <laughs> this ain't good. I give it a flush, I wait, the water level ain't good. I was like, damn it. So I go out, there's a young girl there. I was like, excuse me, I need to use your bathroom, but it's blocked. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'll deal with that. I was like, okay, cool, you deal with that. I'll sit, I'll sit nicely and wait. So I go back to the kids. Uh, and then she comes back, she goes, I'm really sorry, I can't, I can't unblock it. I was like, what the hell, you have an American in here or something? What's going on? <laughs> Uh, I was like, look, just just leave leave it in there. I'll 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 clear it. She's like, what? I said, yeah, just leave the plunger in there. I'll clear the toilet. She's like, uh, I can't let you do that. You're a customer. I said, listen, I need to go. Right? If I need to go, I'm gonna go. So I'll clear it. Yeah. Shit is shit. It doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter if it's yours or someone else's. It's still gross. Right? But I'm going. She's like, oh my god. Okay. Uh, I guess so. And uh, so I go. Unblock the toilet, and uh, just as I'm finishing unblocking it, these two women walk in. I'm in the gents, right? These two yeah. two women walk in, and uh, they're like, "Oh, you're you're the gentleman who's offered to do this." I said, "Well, I haven't offered to do it. <laughs> kind of been caught out." She said, "Do you do you know about like drainage and stuff?" Like I said, "Look, it's a blocked toilet. It's not complicated, yeah. right?" She goes, "But we we have problems with our drainage. Do you know about drainage?" I said, "Yeah, I know about drainage. It's not again, not complicated." Yeah. Because oh we're always having problems. We normally pay a company to come in. She's like, are you looking for work? I was like, are you <laughs> offering work? She's like, yeah, like if you want, you can make it a regular thing. Oh, you sure. come and clear our drains for us. I was like, I've got a pressure washer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got a, I've got an attachment for it that you can use to clear drains. I was like, yeah, shit. I'll send you a quote. <laughs> so I've got me a little part time job. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. It's it's, uh, it's not even part. It was just uh, like once every six weeks, six weeks or something, just go there. But because it's a commercial premises, yeah, you can charge a little bit more than you would for yeah, someone's yeah. house. Someone's house, it'd be like one hundred and fifty quid to go clear their drains. Yeah, for a commercial building, it's more in it. So I'm like, right. it's on my doorstep. Yeah, it's literally five minutes down the road. It's in Bourne End. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll drop you in a quote. Let's see. I'm gonna drop yeah. in a. I'm gonna drop in a silly quote. I'll be yeah. like five hundred Dallas. <laughs> but um, but now, man. So so that was a, a positive thing. If it, if anything does come yeah. of it, because man, obviously, obviously this year fucked up but yeah, yeah um, but also something else um, a little bit fucked up is uh, I, I watched this I stumbled across this video the other day bro it was a video of a, this American girl and she was giving advice on how to get guys to spend money on you okay uh, did this go viral I don't know if, it, if I come it might have it. it was quite a popular video okay. she's got like nearly a million subscribers right. and it was a very popular video of hers um, so she oh man so first of all this it seems to be more of a cultural thing in America that it's more acceptable for women mm. to talk openly about getting a man with money than yeah. it is in the UK I'd agree yeah because I don't like I've, I've never really even on like TV or whatever, mm. I don't really hear English girls going, oh, you've got to find a guy who's got some money, some like a guy that can buy stuff for you and look after. Uh, I know it's still a thing, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's not spoken about yeah. as openly. Yeah, I'd agree. This girl was like, so what you're going to do, right? Your first thing is you've got to drop him a hint. So you talk to him and you're like, oh my God, it's the first of the month already. These bills and stuff, they got me down, you know, I can't believe it. And then, he should be like, okay, how much is your rent? Mm. You'd be like fifteen hundred, and he'd be like, okay, don't worry, boo. I'll, I'll bring fifteen hundred around later. I'll give it to you. That way, you don't have to worry about a thing. And she's like, wow. that, at that point, you know, cha ching, he's the right guy for you. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Oh. And then she's, she's like, the next thing you got to do is like, when you go on a date, go on a date and pick a location that's close to a shopping mall. That way you can walk around the mall before you go out for dinner. Right. And if he suggests to buy, like, you can see stuff and be like, oh, that's nice, that's nice. And maybe he'll suggest to buy you something. If he doesn't suggest to buy you something, he wants you to spend your own money, then that date is your last date. Right? Wow. She's this, she's this up front wow. about it, yeah? Then, um, then she goes, oh, the next thing you got to do is make sure that you make him feel good yeah. about giving you money. She's like, I'm not saying tie your hair in a bun and get on your knees. Yeah. But make him feel good, make him feel happy, you know. No one likes to feel like they're being used. Right? I was like, what? <laughs> no one likes to feel like they're being used, but you're giving instructions on how to use people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhat confused, my friend. Uh, what was the other thing she said? Oh, she's like, yeah, don't do not do it too much. She's like, I, thought, I got caught out doing this once. This guy was just like, we weren't even dating. We were just cool, but he would always buy me stuff. And then it just got to the point, he was like, nah, 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 this happened too much. Yeah. And uh and yeah, and he, he you know, he stepped back away from me, but he was like buying me all kinds of nice things and I stopped. Oh, wow. I was just like You're a hooker. Like, yeah, basically. Basically. I mean I don't have an issue, you know, sex workers and all that. No, nah, I like good, but you, nah, but the the difference is actually to be fair the loud and proud are trying to be it, sly and at least at least with a the hooker they're up front about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just the honesty. Um I remember dating See, I don't like, I, I, I guess I'm a bit funny with like hints, right? So if someone's clearly hinting, then it's, I'm almost like, nah, I want a gift to be because I've seen something, I've stumbled across something, and I've, I, something I see matches that person. I'm like, oh, I know they'll like that, and I'll get it. But I, I started, I was dating this chick some time back, and um, I think we had one date, and then we were chatting, and then she called me up and asked me for, if I could lend her some money. Oh, and I was like, how much? Huh? Well, this is the thing. It was only like 20 quid. And then she said she like needed it to get to an interview and then she'd pay me back and all this. But I'm like, we've been on one date. How have you, like, I'm not the person you should be asking for money. Like, so it just sort of set, set, set alarm bells ringing. Um, when I only beat it like three more times after that because of that. Oh my and god! Then, no, no, but but it was one of those things. It was like I think if if someone's so in that situation when you're dating, I think it's very odd to ask someone for money. If someone lends it to you, I think that's different. Like if someone like if it's genuine and you know something pops up or something and they're like, oh don't worry, yeah yeah, like mine is twenty quid or whatever. Yeah, I think that's one thing. But actually after like one day calling up someone and saying oh i'm really sorry to have to do this um but can you lend me 20 pounds i need to get to an interview and my first reaction was like uh what and then i was like asking so i was like don't mean to sound like uh uns- insensitive but you live at home you're telling me that you're, you know, you were out with your friends doing your day, your poker nights and this and that, and surely one of them, like it's for an interview, right? It's not just for you to go out. Surely you've got a low, a list of people you're gonna ask before you come to someone you've been on one date with. And then I got abuse. 
oh, do you know how hard it was for you to ask for me to ask you? Do, 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 do. And I was like, well, it clearly weren't that hard because <laughs> you asked me. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, it was that was that was that was weird. I think it does depend on like what stage you're at in your relationship as well. Obviously, having had one date, mm. that's too early to be asking for any amount of money of someone. Yeah. Like, if you have one date, how many times did you met this girl prior to the date? No, none. It was no. literally one okay. date. It was one date and, and some online chatting. And, that, and that, it weren't even a lot because I was, at that point, I, I weren't trying to chat to people for weeks on end online. And right, 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 right. So you properly barely know this girl. Barely know this girl. Barely know this girl. And she just asked, imagine like, imagine you working with someone for like a week. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, Danny, you know, it's like payday uh, Monday. I'm a little bit short, bro. Like, could you just sort me out that 25th time over the weekend? I'll give you back to you Monday when you get paid. He'd be like, bro, I've been working with you a week. Yeah. Like, why are you asking me for dollar? And you still known him five times longer yeah. than you know this chick. That's what so, I mean. So in that, in that respect, it's off key. However, obviously, at some point in the relationship, it will develop to a point where if, if she says she's struggling financially, yeah. she, she might appreciate it if you offer. And she might feel a little bit uh, let down if the offer's not even there. Like she might, out of price, she might not take it. If she's struggling, yeah, yeah, yeah. she might be like, do you know what, I appreciate it, yeah. but I'm, I'm a grown up, right? I've got to deal with my own shit. Yeah, yeah. However, if the offer's not there, she'd be like, oh, he actually, like, he sees me struggling, he sees I'm stressing, and he, yeah. he don't give a shit. That, yeah, that's nice to know. It's nice to know they've got me. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, I've but, got you. But then, but then in that, in the first instance of that, when you feel like you've got to that level, mm. I'm lending you that money. I ain't giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give you a contract. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's terms. There's zero terms interest. Terms of agreement. <laughs> There's zero interest, but there is late payment penalties. Yeah. Okay? Nah. <laughs> right? You pay late, you get on your knees. <laughs> nah. Um, that's what I do for my friends anyway. All my mates, Bob, yeah. Steve, Tony. <laughs> yeah, but um... in fact, I'll tell you what I did do once, and I'm not proud of this. Um, I went on a date with someone, and we were chatting. I really liked him. Got on really, really well. Um, and they, you know, were like waiting for the bill and stuff. I'm like, look, I'm like, don't worry, I'll get it. And it was a bit more than I thought it was going to be. So, but I still, you know, I'm still going to get it. So I got it. And then. Um, you know when you sort of stay when those kind of nice eateries find you just stay and um just carry on getting drinks so they just carried it you know used uh just said oh same card and uh just put everything on so it was, you know it was a reasonable reasonable bit expensive okay so you run up first day run up a bit of tab came away it was like yeah it's, the girl was like feeling her didn't didn't end up going anywhere but still chatting and when i realized it weren't going anywhere i was like all that money now so i let her she she was insistent that she wanted to pay me back because but she's thinking obviously things are going somewhere right so i did let her take me out on a date in order to kind of even up the cost okay and then i kind of let her down after that okay okay well the thing is right you could have gone out on that date Mm. and something could have happened on that date to make you go actually yeah that is true that is true that is true um but if your intent was just to get a free dinner out of her Mm. A bit cold. Though. It was. I know. A bit cold. I know. I did feel. I did feel a bit. But deep. then, how many girls date guys to get free dinner? It's true. And I, 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 I. This was like 
I had been on so many dates, and at that point, it was I was getting to that point. It was, it was like I'm all, just in because I was always paying. Yeah. And then night solitary. Most of the time, it was me who who wasn't wanting to see them again. Um, but it just became very expensive. Yeah. At one point, I just started meeting people for coffee and a lunch break at Costa. I feel you need to though. Yeah. Just quick chat. Move on. Yeah, if, if that's all you're you're trying to do is like establish, yeah, is is there some something here that we can start a foundation mm. on? Then yeah, you don't need to go all out for dinner and yeah. this and the other. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think obviously that in the early stages it should be, you know, if you're struggling, I can I can lend you some money. Uh, the problem with lending money as well though is often it doesn't help the person out of that situation. Like if I'm desperate for cash. Mm. And I need like hundred quid to get me over to mm. payday. Well, next payday I'm gonna be a hundred quid short. Yeah. Effectively, you've just added more debt. Yeah, for the following month. So, yeah. like I've lent money to people, but not really lent it to them. Like I've gone, I've gone. Okay, can I afford to not see this money again? Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And like I've gave, I gave someone uh, a little while ago. I gave someone like a couple hundred quid. Yeah. And. Uh, this person was like, oh my God, thank you so much, but I'll give it back to you. And I was like, don't ever think about giving me this money back. Mm. I was like, just sort your life out. Like, Bad way. I've hit, we've hit reset right now, yeah? yeah? We're cool, you're good. Like, next month you've got no concerns, right? He's like, nah, okay. Don't let there be a month where you get concerns. Start saving each month, and then I'm good. That's your repayment to me. If you sort your shit out, yeah. that's that's how you repay me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's actually, he's actually paid me back as well, but, you know, the, the main thing for me was like sort out because yeah. you don't want to see your friends struggle like that. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter, like, it's not like I was in some great place where I have money to throw mm. away, but it it would have been worth it. Yeah. If, even if I had less money at the time and it was less, like, doesn't matter how much a percentage, if you know you can you can scrape by with it, you can afford to, to do it. Yeah. Feels good. Like, you know, that you, you bailed your friend out in a long term way. Yeah. Yeah. Because let's be honest, bro. You lend one of your mates money with the expectation of getting it back. As soon as you lend that money, you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to feel so guilty having to ask that money back now. Yeah. And then when you go to ask them back, uh, first of all, if you borrow money from someone, yeah, this is a, this is a little, little note to anyone listening. If you borrow money from someone, don't let it get to the point where they have to ask for yeah, it back, yeah? True. Because as someone who's lent money to people before and not been in a position where I could say goodbye to it, it is so embarrassing. To have to go and ask someone who you know struggles for money mm. for your money back. Do you know what? I used to, I used to um, struggle with asking for money, even working in a business. And I just had to get over it. And it's one of the first things, whenever I speak to people who are like starting off with me, it's one of the first things I try and tell them get used to asking, get learn to feel comfortable asking for money. And again, one of the things in my head was something you said to me, which I brought up so many times because I swear it was almost like a, a switch when you gave me that example of a shopkeeper saying, have you got like, oh, I'm out of pennies. And normally we'd be like, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. But rather than them being a penny up, you can be a penny up. So you can easily turn around and say, okay, that's cool. Give me two P. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I I think I've used that one before. I've also said it in a different way, which is like, um, it's a cultural thing. Yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. English people will say, yeah. if it's like 5p or less or whatever, if yeah. 10p or less, they'd be like, don't worry, man, keep the change. Yeah. Whereas Asian people yeah. tend to be like, no, 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 I fucking worked for my money. Yeah. Right? 
seven pence change, you give me that seven yeah, pence. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's eleven pence pre-tax, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I had to work for a minute and a half to get that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm getting my minute and a half back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's there is that like. But I do think it's a very cultural thing. Yeah. How we are with money, even like how much people earn or all that sort of stuff. Like we don't really talk about it so much in, in like it's almost taboo isn't it yeah it's i don't think rude. it should like in terms of in terms of just if you're talking to people about money and mm. it's an open conversation especially if you're talking with like family or people that you know and trust yeah i don't see an issue with it the the time where i don't like it is where it's around people that you not necessarily that cool with. yeah yeah i actually had a good example of this i was in um smokies and Mednet. oh right yeah I think it was for like Coach's birthday or something. Yeah. This guy was chatting to, I think he was like chatting to Claire, like that kind of yeah. similar age group to myself kind of people, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was a very like braggadocious character, very open. And he's like, yeah, you know, I've just got this job in the city, da, 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 doing this investment stuff. Nick was like looking at me like, chew this guy up, <laughs> chew this guy up. <laughs> and, uh, and then he said something and then Nick was like, you know, Lewis does the same job. And the thing is, like, I'd uh, he actually didn't do the same job as me. He did something a little bit below what I was doing. Yeah. And uh, and he just he just looked at me and goes, "Oh, you must be on like 60, 70 grand then." And I was like, "You need to stop talking, man." And he was like, <laughs> "What?" Because first of all, you're talking a lot of shit. <laughs> Second of all, no one cares how much you earn. No one cares how much I earn. Yeah. Right. You just just let that shit go. And he's like, nah, but, 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 and I just, I pulled him to one side and I just sat down with him for like five minutes. I was like, you've got no idea how much of a dickhead you look like right now in front of all these people. I'm telling you, like, yeah, true. if, if I'm, if I meet someone, mm. even if it's a, if I'm looking to meet someone at a bar, if, let's say I'm looking to, to meet a girl at a bar or whatever, yeah. I don't give a fuck how much money she earns. Yeah. Yeah. Until you can actually, the first thing that you should care about is, does this person have like substance to them? Do yeah. they have personality? Can you have a conversation with them? Cool. Okay. Mm. In that conversation, they're probably going to tell you what they do for a living. It's yeah. a very common thing. And from that, you're going to get a rough idea yeah. as to what they what they're earning. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you care? Really. That's true. Like, the only time even I had a I had a conversation with someone recently um, about cleaning because I was like I used to do a cleaning job when I was a teenager. I used to go out with my dad. I'd do office cleaning, we'd have to clean the toilets in communal areas. Man, I've scrubbed thousands of toilets in my life. And I um, had another one to that the other day. Yeah, but I've got to do it. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, realistically, would you pick up the, the toilet brush in your own house? Yeah, you would. Mm. Would you scrub your toilet if you needed to? Yeah, you would. Yeah. So, does it matter where you're doing it? It's the same fucking thing. People have this hang up, like, oh my god, it's so beneath me to, to clean. Yeah, the toilet. yeah. And, and do you know what this a uh, this a uh, pet peeve I've got mm. is when I'm going to public toilets and they're a disgrace. It's like you wouldn't do that at your own house. Don't leave that for someone else. For like I'm sure I've mentioned this on 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 air before. British people tend to have this like air of arrogance about us culturally yeah. that we're like this very refined, you know, like oh you know, if it's made in Britain then it's a, a quality thing and it's like. You know, Downton Abbey, all this yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, like, there's some yeah, refinement yeah. about British people. Yeah. You go to a toilet, public toilet in the Middle East, right? Yeah. 
you could you could sleep in that toilet. You'd be like, it's all good, man. It's clean as you like. Like you wouldn't have any hang-ups about sitting on a toilet in, in the middle of the UAE, right? Most places that you go to. Yeah. Not all places, of course, but most places. Yeah. Yeah. Most places you go to in the United Kingdom, oh, man, you you'd be you'd be fucking taking hand sanitizer, flicking on the toilet seat, <laughs> wiping it down, yeah. putting two layers of toilet tissue seat coverings on. Yeah. You know throwing 10 rolls of toilet tissue down the bloody toilet to make sure nothing splashes on you yeah yeah yeah. right (laughs) and then when you get up you'll be using your foot to flush the toilet you'll be using your foot to open the tap i feel like you've been watching when i'm using public toilets (laughs) bro i've i've written i've written emails to to like bp i've been like your your bathrooms in your toilets are a disgrace because it it just it bugs me so much but yet like british people are like oh yeah everything's so so nice like Mm. you're not and we've got this thing about oh we're too good to do this job we're too good to that job you're not you're really not like short of maybe i don't know maybe uh pest control jobs where it's like you have to you know kill rats poison yeah okay i'm not doing that i don't feel comfortable doing fine that's not for everyone but um but yeah i wouldn't uh i wouldn't say um i wouldn't say that any jobs beneath me and if if i if i if I met a girl who was doing like a, let's say she's doing a retail job, she's stacking shelves, mm. I wouldn't be like, oh shit, is that what you're doing with your life? Yeah. Like, if if there's some aspiration to do something else, but she's at a time in life where actually she's... Yeah, that's understandable. Doing, you that's can't understandable. judge someone based on that. Yeah. Obviously, what she correct. says after that and yeah. before that is going to help form your opinion exactly. on who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing it's for a guy. Right. If you meet a guy who's like, he's doing a deadbeat job at the minute, but he's like, oh, I was doing this or I'm aiming to do that. I'm studying and getting qualified. Yeah. What you really want is someone with aspirations. But again, those aspirations, it should be for teamwork, right? And I feel like there's... Uh, in, in a, more so in American culture, especially, I've seen so many. I don't know, man. I went down this rabbit hole of, of seeing these dumb American girls saying <laughs> dumb shit. This one girl was like, If you don't earn at least double what I earn, you're a deadbeat. How does that even make sense? She was like, If you if you earn the same or less than me, like, I might, I might chill with you, but. I will talk down to you and I will demean you and she was like based because, on what she earns yeah and okay. she goes and she goes the reason for that is like let's say let's say uh, I'm dating a guy who who's like a millionaire mm. right she's like I've got to work so hard to get his attention to like if I wanted to get a ring it's like it's like nearly impossible and I'm like where's this like thing of saying get a ring you mean to get married you you say get a ring, that's, like, yeah. That's it. That's you. I got my ring, um, but yeah, she was like, you know, and he's got so many options that I'm not going to mean as much to him. And it's like I realized as this girl was talking, like she has zero value on her personality, mm. on on who she is, other than tits and ass. Yeah. She was like, so she was like, yeah, yeah. I know I'm pretty, yeah. so I could get this level of guy. Mm. Anything above that in terms of money. I need to be so thankful, so whatever. It's mad. She was even saying like that she would if she was dating a guy and he was he wasn't like financially doing that well, she'd just sleep with a guy on the side who was rich and be like even a married guy on the side who's rich that could take care of her financially so, and let so that be her sugar daddy. Yeah. Wow. And again I was like, 
Hooker. Yeah. <laughs> Worse than a hooker. Deceitful yeah. hooker. Yeah. That's crazy. I, there is this thing at the moment where, like, yeah, you're right. Like, there is a lot of, a lot of, a lot of females just talking about that kind of stuff openly. Um, and the thing is, it's weird because I feel like, surely that's counter, counter, like counterproductive to like feminism and independence and and all of this kind of stuff. And I think ultimately, it makes it when you hear that when that's pushed to the fore. Guys might love it if they've got money, it's an easy lay, all this, but you don't have respect for the people. And if you don't have respect, you're less likely to see them as your equal. You know? But that's a weird one. But yeah, it's become a thing. It's become a thing, right? Like, um, I've seen it a few times as well, where they're, they're, they're talking about how much how much they're going to get from their man or trying to get hooked up with the basketball players and all of that kind of stuff and they're willing to to be minor to them as long as they're kept as long as they get a few handbags as long as they get you know and they just walk up to the right places no like go to certain parties they're happy yeah it's a weird weird existence yeah it's, it's, it's strange to me bro it's strange to me but uh but unfortunately it's a sign of the time now we've become a it very is. superficial mm. Kind of, kind of society, but um, there was something else that I found kind of interesting. Yeah. This thing I see in the news is these kind of things. Obviously, since I started riding the bike, you you start to pay more attention to. There's the headline, uh, and it's actually from from today. Man who chased motorbike thieves jailed for ten years after killing one in a fatal crash. What? Yeah. So he chased them in his car. Driver who chased two thieves on a motorbike, stolen from his house, has been jailed for 10 years. Was he in the car? Yeah. So Mihai, whatever his name is, Romanian national, was sentenced uh, for manslaughter. In the UK? Yeah, of a 28-year-old uh, who was thrown from the bike against the lampposts when he was, when uh, the, where this Mihai guy hit the motorcycle in his Vauxhall Vectra. He had uh, earlier been cleared of murder following a trial in Newcastle. So he got cleared, but I'm guessing the, the family of the deceased put in an appeal. Yeah, if he hit him, I can kind of understand. Right, but it's but about it's, intention, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, uh, after eventually knocking them both off, he said he left them severely injured in the street. 29-year-old was treated in hospital, survived the incident, but the other one didn't. So the, the thing about this is that in the United Kingdom, mm. if you steal a motorcycle, yeah, the police aren't allowed to chase you. Okay. A copper could sit in his car, watch you, force someone off their motorbike, mm. jump on it and ride off. And he's not allowed to chase you. If he can if he can follow you while he calls in for radio uh, clarification on the situation, then maybe. Wow. Maybe. But he's not allowed to actively pursue you until he's been given authorization. And it's and if you don't have a crash helmet on he will never be given authorization. Yeah. Right? Because they're like, okay, he's stolen something, but if you start chasing him, mm -hmm. he could die. Yeah. So we're going to let him get away with breaking the law. We're not going to follow it. I understand the logic. Okay. I do understand the logic. There was, there was a, do you remember this, this spout of um, moped 
robbery than it still happens a lot now, bro. It's just not but, in the news so much. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there was a, there was a, like a uh, for like a, a couple of years back. There was a lot in. I actually saw one happen right in front of me, um, and the bike literally went past me. I was like within the last two minutes. I probably would have had my phone in my hand because I yeah. come out of the train station. It's, the bike's gone past me on the pavement. This is walking from Old Street, walking up towards towards Shoreditch. And I didn't even click. I mean, the scent, like, it, there was loads happening around there. All I turned around, so you just got two people, two, two, you know, young people riding a motorbike on the pavement, nine o'clock in the morning. And all I thought was, dick. It's like, these dickheads. And then I'm turning around, just thinking that, like, what are these idiots doing? Didn't even click. And I see him, and there was this hench dude. They literally just like knocked him slightly just to sort of get his, get him to the uh, thing, grabbed the phone out of his hand, sped off. He had a coffee. He tried to, he took about 10 steps running and then just fumed and dashed his coffee on the floor. But he was literally just walking, texting or doing something oh. with one hand. And this went shoop, straight out of his hand. And um, yeah, well, I literally saw it happen right in front of me. But it was so weird that it did make me think like, because of my experience just being around young dickheads my first thought weren't even a robbery yeah it was just like dickheads being dickheads again yeah um but yeah it was mad and then some other guy i used to work with um so the same thing happened like here it actually happened to him yeah yeah it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's weird man because it's not like they're not cheap things obviously motorbikes can mm. be quite expensive um and it the i just feel like it's a bit of a failing on on our part to just have no way of discouraging this well how do you discourage it well that's what i was going to say because do you remember there was a few incidents of uh police knocking them off their bikes yeah um and then there was a lot of big a massive uh about it. yeah a massive load of noise about it so um i don't know what happened as you said it's you know that's not a hot topic for, 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 for yeah well the, well the current state of play yeah they're not allowed to knock them off their bikes because especially if they're not wearing a helmet they're not even allowed to chase them what I'm, what I'm not sure on is what if they've broken another law what if they're like rob a bank yeah yeah not wearing a helmet using that using a motorbike to get away I don't know yeah. I think obviously they're allowed to pursue with a helicopter or whatever yeah they're not yeah. I'm, I'd have to double check but I know definitely like I, uh, the thing I was watching was where the, the policeman was actually saying like we saw it happen. We weren't given authority to pursue. I'm just like, it, it baffles me how we've made these decisions to do these things. Like, yeah. just just allow that. There's, it's stupid. It's stupid. Did you drive down your motorbike today or car? No, no, I called it, man. I called it. Do you know? What? Um, obviously my my bike bloody cut out on me last week. Just I just ride in. Clonk, just clonked out. Shit. I was like, what the hell? So I had to push it back to the yard again. Well, how far were you? Luckily, I was only like a mile away. Okay, that's still that happened, way. right? But it's uphill, a mile, yeah. yeah? Bike weighs 150 kilos, and even though it's on wheels, it's a mother to yeah, push uphill, yeah. right? So then what happened on, I think it's, it's actually last week, like Friday night, I get home from work, it's like half 10, 11 o'clock, and I was like, do you know what? Maybe it's the fuses that went last time. Yeah. I'll just check. So I started taking the bike apart, check the fuses. Fuses were fine. 
I was like, okay, let me try and turn the bike on again. Like literally put the key in the ignition, turn it and nothing happens. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I left the key in the on position mm. and I started taking my bike to pieces, bro. I've talked like, I stripped it down. <laughs> Took everything off it. There was literally, what was left on it was like the wiring harness mm. and the engine the and the, the, the gearbox and that, like the, the main mechanical stuff that was there, but all the front end, all the fair ends, everything. The, the air cooler, the lot, I'd taken it all off, the water cooler. I was like, man, what the hell? And then I like nudged something and I heard the like little electrical thing of like your ignition coming on. I was, yeah. like, I was like, what's that? What's that? Oh, and my headlight came on. I was like, what it was. I was like, okay, okay, we've got, we've got some, we've got some light here. Started the bike and it conked out almost immediately. I was like, oh, fuck. Turned it off, turned it on, nothing happens. I'm like, okay. So I start, I start just, reaching around inside the bike, the light comes on again. So all right, start the bike, bike stays on. Mm. I was like, shit, okay. I need to find out what this is. Yeah, yeah. So I just start pulling on stuff. I've got my phone out on record with the light, reaching into these little crevices. Mm. Eventually, basically, I found out there was a loose wire from the ignition. Oh, so, so literally just pulled that wire completely out, cleaned off the connections, put it back in, reinserted it. I've taken it for a couple of rides since just locally because I'm like, I don't trust you to, to, to yeah, take you yeah, out. Yeah. So I'm just driving around the block a few times then just to, to make sure. But also winter has come and True. I'm not, I don't have much experience riding a bike, yeah. obviously. And even I took it out once, I was on my way to Maidenhead and I dropped down a gear more than I thought I dropped. And then when I let off the clutch, the back wheel spun out and I nearly lost control of the bike. Sure. So I was like, fuck, okay, I really need to like be, yeah cautiously just get more experience on this yeah but um but yeah it's it's still at that point of like if i know when people watch me like if someone was to watch me ride they wouldn't think oh he doesn't know how to ride a bike but i'm having to be so cautious and thoughtful in what i'm doing i don't yet feel you know like how you can drive somewhere and you forget what happened for half the journey yeah that does not happen when you're <laughs> on a bike i'm i'm literally like any corner any junction I'm looking at like a learner driver for the first time again like what the fuck is going on sure. yeah where, where's where's um where are you what tier are you in I am in the sad situation of being in a tier three location um and I've worked the, the funny thing like I work in a I think it's now tier three as well but last week it was tier two mm. and you're not supposed to travel between tier one and two or tier two or three, whatever, you're not supposed mm. to travel into, into tiers. Right. I think unless it's for work, I think you're, you're allowed to okay. for work. It just, without any form of enforcement, it just feels stupid. a bit stupid. Yeah. Well, we, we, we were looking to go out, and what we've been doing, it was like, oh, yeah, well, there's planned something in London. London's been locked. London's now tier three. Yeah. And then we moved further out, so it's like, okay, we can go out in um, Bourne End, funnily enough. Okay. Born end now turned to tier three. It's now Oxford, so you're just getting further and further and further out to try and have one last night out before Christmas, and it's like it's getting ridiculous. But like you said, there's no enforcement, so all people. Well, I know what I'm doing. Just finding where where is tier two? Where's tier two? So where all those places in tier two. Okay, <laughs> gonna get rammed. They're gonna get rammed. They're gonna get do a good trade. So um, so funny. So there's woman that works at the community centre that I'm at, she, uh, her son tested positive for COVID. 
Um, and uh, she was trying to say that she still wanted to come into work. And I was yeah. like, doesn't your son live in your house? <laughs> She's like, yeah. So well, you ain't coming into work though. She's like, oh, but it's going to drive me mad being at home. I was like, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> I really do think that is some people's excuse. Oh, I can't be at home all day. I'm going to be so bored. Yeah, I'm like, uh, your son is sick. Yeah. With a with the disease, the virus that is like the hot topic. As much as as much as I'm not worried about getting sick. Yeah. There's lots of elderly people that go into that place and like they they're at potentially at risk. And as much as I'm, anyone listening to this knows, I, I feel like there's a bit of an overreaction, just yeah. a bit, mm. to the whole COVID thing. But let's not be stupid about it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. The, Especially for such a a whimsical reason oh i can't i don't i'm gonna be yeah. bored at home I mean, like, you're gonna get two weeks off paid holiday too. yeah that's 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 bizarre what's your ish do you know what i mean yeah but so so to get this yeah i went into i went into curry's today right yeah as i walk into curry's this guy like hot steps it towards me can i help you sir yeah <laughs> guess where he's from <laughs> <laughs> so so i'm like no man i'm good he's like you have to put on a mask do you have a mask? Now, normally I say I've got an exemption card. Yeah. I actually didn't have my exemption with, with me. Right. How did you get an exemption card? Uh, I've gone on uh, the government website and I printed it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I have to put in details though. Yeah. You have to put in the address of the government website. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no personal info. They literally like, they've got a PDF that you just, it's just there for anyone. You just download the PDF, print it off, and it says like, I'm exempt from wearing a mask, please be considerate. That's it. Um, so yeah, so normally I've got I've got an exemption card with me. I didn't. And um and then I was like, I actually do yeah, yeah, I've got a mask on for now. I literally I don't wear masks places because I have an exemption card, so it's not actually a thing for me to have yeah, that yeah. muscle memory to yeah. put it on. So it's my bad. Anyway, I'm reaching into my pocket, I'm pulling the mask out. And I'm, and I'm walking forwards and he shouts at me again he goes you need to put your mask on sir I said mate you need to chill the fuck out yeah. and at which point he took offence right because I did say you need to chill the fuck out yeah, yeah. I didn't hold back and he's like you can't talk to me like that I said think about the way you just spoke to me right <laughs> you've asked me to put the mask on I'm reaching for the mask and you're shouting at me to put the mask on again he's like but that's the rules if you're in the shop you have to be wearing your mask I was like what about that woman over there and that guy over there the guy that I was pointing out had his mask and it was just covering his top lip yeah. and the woman had it under her chin while she was talking on the phone right and uh, and then before he could say anything I was just like I'm done with you and yeah. I walked off right. I'm, I'm standing up queuing at the till mm. and he comes over to me with his manager Shit. right and yeah. he's like what happened what happened I said and, and I was like I was like before, before you say anything so stupid yeah go on I was like before you even say anything before you even try talking to me I was like one two and I pointed to two three other people now I point to one of their staff members I was like no mask incorrect mask incorrect mask your man is rude yeah. right come over and shouting at me to, to put a mask on while he's watching me take the mask out of my pocket I was like don't talk to me just don't I, I don't have the patience for it I don't have the tolerance for it especially if you're going to talk stupid shit to me yeah and uh, and yeah, I just literally like as I was saying that, I put my stuff down on the counter, and I started paying for it. 
and then uh, and then literally as soon as I, I finished paying for it the manager that they were still like uh, but sorry sir sorry I was like no no and then I took the mask off <laughs> and he'd go you have to wear a mask or you have to leave I was like I'm leaving <laughs> I've paid I'm gone <laughs> and I was just like you're dicks yeah. the thing is like people I like I feel like obviously people might be listening to this going Lewis is a dickhead and I can appreciate that I do come across like a dickhead sometimes yeah I'm thinking that but it's fine <laughs> I'm comfortable with that Denny I accept it I'm a dickhead it's cool but what I also know is when they're talking about um, the 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 means of transmission of this virus, yeah. the the accepted science is you need to be in close proximity with someone for yeah. a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. Not passing someone in the street or in a shop. Mm. This whole thing of wearing masks, it reminds me a little bit of our uh, our laws regarding driving and stuff like that in the UK. Okay. So for example the. The breaking distance requirement is the same now as it was 10 years ago. Right. Okay. The cars have got much more advanced brakes. Yeah. But you need to keep the rules the same because some people are still driving 20, 30 year old cars, yeah. right? And it's this thing of you can't trust people to make intelligent decisions to wear masks when they are in close proximity yeah. with each other yeah. for extended periods of time. So you just have to make a blanket policy that will cover all bases. Yeah. The problem that I have with that is that I'm not a fucking moron. I understand, like, obviously, if you're in close proximity with someone, yeah. even if it is with, like outside the two meters, but it's going to be for a decent period of time. Fine, wear the mask. You might be contagious. You might not know it, despite some of the studies that WHO have said that it's not that as contagious as you think, unless you're uh, symptomatic, whatever, whatever. But it then another I had like another little moment. Um, which is which kind of through through recent experiences is that obviously I'm not by any means in the top 10% of intelligent individuals in this country right I'm a relatively smart guy I'd like to think mm. but I'm not trying to blow my own trumpet and think like probably I'm in the top 10% one in 10 the fact that I'm not smart enough to think that <laughs> <way>. <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah. Even when people say one in the ninety nine hundred, but no, actually, I'm I'm in the top one percent. Yeah. The thing, like, if I was trying to break, I like I've I've done an IQ test. I know yeah. I've got a decently high IQ, yeah. right? But I'm not academically educated yeah, yeah. to that extent. So yeah. there's obviously a different means of measuring intelligence. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Course, yeah. But as I was walking out of that store, I felt this like sense of frustration. Mm that was like boiling in my chest and I was like I feel like this far too often and then I was thinking like the people that are there there are people loads of them in fact that are far more intelligent than me yeah. right and yet I'm feeling like this like when you think about uh, like Big Bang Theory yeah yeah, Sheldon yeah if he was a real life guy he'd murder people by now right because yeah, yeah. People do so much dumb shit, they say so much dumb shit. I'll be having conversations with people and they come out with the dumbest shit and then I come across like a dick because I'm like, you're so fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I when that happens, I, I, I feel like it's like a moral, like I have this kind of weird dilemma. Do I just let them go and continue to be stupid or do I try and reduce just a little bit of stupidness in the world? <laughs> and sometimes I feel like, you know, like, some people can react off to you basically correcting them. Yeah. 
so, but it, it's such a it's almost like a battle song it's like no I'm just gonna let, him, let, let this one go just yeah. let him let him have it it's fine so I'll get over it in a, in a few minutes so <laughs> I've got I've got two I've got two good examples this week yeah mm. in this last week I've been threatened to get sued okay and someone's hinted that they're gonna try and blackmail me okay okay the blackmail one I'll talk as openly as I can about <laughs> uh, and the suing one I might have to restrict what I'm saying because there's been nothing put forward yet but there might be us I'm, I'm doing a job yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to run a business not not my main business another business I'm trying mm. to help people out I'm trying to help them run their business more efficiently and I've noticed that they're they're being a bit unprofessional in some ways and they're not they're not charging the right amount of money this this that and the other and some of their clients aren't happy with the way this is the, the way I'm, I'm saying that you have to actually pay fuck it at, at the center that I'm running mm. people are overstaying their bookings right okay. and they get a discount on their booking and then they're overstaying no, right and then when challenged on it they said well no one else is going in the room after so it doesn't matter if I'm overstaying and I was like imagine you go to a hotel and you say well no one else is booked the day after so I'll just stay in this room for yeah. another day you can't try you don't need to charge me for it no one else is staying here right your your logic is fucking asinine at best yeah right? so this this person was like i don't like lewis he's fucking rude he's telling me this that and the other thing i'm like what because i'm telling you you have to pay what you owe i'm rude okay cool she's like she goes i know he was still running his business during the lockdown she thinks right she claims she alleges yeah right because let's be honest that's not a fact yeah that's her allegation right mm -hmm. now let's just for just for argument's sake obviously hypothetically let's assume that i was running my business during lockdown yeah she then said to she then said not directly to me to someone else mm. if he carries on with what he's doing i'm gonna report him okay how do you think i took that not very well i fucking smiled <laughs> I fucking smiled. I was so happy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And my response was like this: Listen, I actually don't have a problem with that person. It's cool, right? Mm. I don't have a problem that they're threatening me, trying to blackmail me, whatever. It's cool. Mm. So I will openly invite them to to do that to my face. I will instigate a conversation. I will tell them that I'm still doing this stuff that they don't like. Yeah. And I'll give them the opportunity to to threaten me with that. And I have my phone on record. So I've got some evidence of it, but I don't even need it because I already have a witness. Yeah, right. It's fine. And when they try and threaten me with that, I will warmly invite them to go ahead and execute that and follow through on it. Because this person is such a fucking idiot that they don't realise that breaking the rules of lockdown is not a criminal offence; it's a civil offence. You're subject to a fine and nothing else. Right. Blackmail is a criminal yeah. offence. <laughs> Trying to extort money from a business. It's yeah, a criminal offence. Yeah. Theft is a criminal offence. She's guilty of all three. Yeah. I have evidence of them now, yeah. right? And this person works in a job where they have to have a valid DBS check in order to That's do true. their job. So they'll be out of a job within six months because they have to renew their DBS check and it'll say, eh, eh, you're fucked. Yeah. So, by all means, try and blackmail Lewis, you dopey, stupid person, right? And that's what, that's what I'm like, it's, I, wasn't, I wasn't angry at them for trying to blackmail me. Mm. I was angry with them for not thinking it through. <laughs> I was like, why can't you just be smarter? Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be smart to do this shit. Like, 
You know when um, have you ever seen that uh, film Pain and Gain? Yeah, yeah, uh, the walk and yeah, yeah, where yeah, they're like, yeah. they're like, we've got this great idea, <laughs> but they clearly just didn't think it through. Yeah. They're like, we'll get this. Sorry, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, cut the next minute. Where they're like, we're just gonna get this guy to sign over all his shit to us. <laughs> we'll just kidnap him and force him to sign. No one will like. That's it. There'll be no comeback. They didn't realize that actually, you might want to have to kill the guy or make sure you've covered some some other areas. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was. Uh, that was uh, one of the things. And then the other thing which I might need to be a little bit more vague on is that someone tried to, someone's basically said that they're gonna employ solicitors and pursue me for potential breach of contract, which is the only thing that I think they would potentially have grounds for doing. Um, they might, they could try and maybe say it was a, an act of discrimination, but I don't know how, because there's no, there's no variance mm. in, in, in our position. Um, and uh, and he doesn't have a contract, okay. so there's no breach of contract. And he's telling me I've already spoken to a solicitor, and he's come to me with questions, and he's asking me these questions, and I'm like, you might want to look for another solicitor. <laughs> and he's like, what? Why? I was, I was like, because your solicitor should know that legally I can't even answer that question, even if I wanted to. It's against date protection. Oh shit! And he's like, well, I'll be taking this to my solicitor. I was like, mate, you don't need to take your solicitor. At this point, you haven't even made a formal complaint. <laughs> right. You need to make a formal complaint. Yeah. Let us respond to it. And then you can go to your solicitor if you don't like the response. Yeah. But before you do that, you actually need to go to, to our governing body first. And then if they and, it, and they should be able to help you out. There's no need for a solicitor. Yeah. You spend the money you don't need to, my friend. <laughs> I was like... And, and again, like the way I'm talking to this guy, I'm like, I'm talking down to you so much. And you're yeah. older than me. Yeah. And you must feel like I'm such a prick, but be smarter, yeah. be better. Like yeah. just, just come on now. Yeah. And it's and it's like like one of the questions he asked me. I, he he asked me this question. I was like, I'm, I'm not answering that question. He's like, so you're refusing to answer that question. I was like, that is correct. <laughs> I'm refusing to answer that question. He goes, okay. So what about? And then he reworded the question. So I'm refusing to answer your previous question. He said, but what about this question? I said, this question is the same question as the last question with different words. I'm not thick. I was like, I was like, we're gonna go around this, okay? And then I asked, I, I sent the question that he asked me six different ways, back to back. I just went, none of those questions are getting answered. Move on, you're wasting your time. And I was just like, um, as I said it, I was like, you're a prick. But then I was like, I actually gave this guy an opportunity yeah. before he started recording to help himself out. Yeah. I'm actually genuinely concerned that this guy is gonna pursue this and it's gonna be the end of his own business. Oh, He's gonna fuck himself really badly. Yeah. And I didn't want him to do that. So I was like, listen, dude, I'm, I'm actually working for your best interest. I know there's this one thing that you don't like about what yeah, I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing five other things to help you in your business. Yeah. You got you just gotta work with me here. Like, I'm sorry, I know I've peed you off on this, but just trust me, you're getting so much benefits right now. Yeah, yeah. From what I'm doing. And he was just like, I'm not aware of any of them. And I was like, Alright. Hit record. <laughs> that was it. I was like, let's go. Let's go. And unfortunately, uh, I'm pretty sure within the next six months this guy's gonna be out of business. 
Okay. I'll tell you off air, but I can't right. say it on air because it's yeah, yeah. It's obviously gonna then make it very obvious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm ninety percent certain he's not a listener. <laughs> but, but if he is, I, I hope he actually listens to what I'm saying, like for his own benefit. Yeah. And it's not the thing is, I I wanted to say to him, look, man, like for your own benefit, don't do mm. this. But I thought it if he don't like me at the minute, so he's probably gonna take that like a threat, even though I'm trying to say yeah, it to him, yeah. like from a genuinely good place. Yeah. Um. But yeah, some people like when they've got it in their head that, that the world is twisted against them. There's nothing you can say to them that's going to change their mind on it. This is true, and it's it's almost like I don't know. If you start with two plus two equals five, anything you add on top of that is already wrong. Yeah. You know, they, it's yeah, it's, it's it's tough. It's tough. It is fucking hard, man. But yeah, it's mad. Anyway, the year's drawing to a close, bud. It is indeed. What are we doing for Christmas? I'm planning on, um, I'm going to be chilling at home. It's going to be the first time I'm ever planning to stay at home. Okay. Um, You're going to be playing your PS5? Nope. I didn't get a PS5. Xbox, whatever, Series X. What's it called? Series X or Series S. Xbox Series X. Xbox Series X. Yeah. So what's the, do you know, sorry to get off topic with Christmas stuff, what's the difference? Series S is, doesn't have a disc, so it's download only, digital only, and it's not as powerful. Okay. It's basically, basically, if you imagine, um, in a nutshell, this is it. Loads of people still have HD TVs, yeah, and loads of people, not as many, have bought 4K TVs. Right. So the Xbox Series X, to like for the 4K resolution is four times that of HD. So you need four times the power to push everything and have everything working the same. Although it looks more crisp. Right, right, right. Yeah. So if you don't have a 4K TV, you've got all that extra horsepower, and you don't need it. Okay. And a lot of people ain't planning on getting a new TV. You know, so particularly if you if you know you imagine uh, teenagers, young kids in their room, mm. they 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 might get a new console for Christmas, but TV's gonna stay the same. Yeah, dude, bro, so, I really want a new TV, man. Well, there you go, you're Xbox Series X kind of guy. Except I'm not an Xbox kind of guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? the thing, like my TV that I've got now in my living room, it's only I think it's a forty-two or a fifty-inch. Yeah, like, it's not huge, uh, and it was like. Four hundred pounds ten years ago. Okay. I've had it ten years. Yeah. It's still alright. Yeah. Like the picture quality it's a yeah. it was a HD TV when I got it. Like mm. it was it was fairly top it was a Sony whatever. Good spec TV, right? Okay, right now I'm like if I wanted to put a uh, certain types of sound system on it, it doesn't have HDMI arc because it's okay. predates HDMI arc. Yeah. Um and it's not really like a smart TV and I can't, like, yeah, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles of the current one. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I was walking in Costco the other day and I just saw, like, obviously they always have them bad TVs. Yeah, there. yeah. And, okay, you walk in, you see them two grand TVs, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. This is life. Yeah. But, even when you look at the 500, 600 pound TVs now, you're like, okay, there's, the colours are so much more vibrant, the blacks yeah. are so much darker. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just everything's really crisp mm. compared to my old TV. It's like, mm. but when I'm sitting watching my old TV, Still don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Well, this is what I, this is the, this is the thing. Like, I always say, if you never have a top of the range TV, you'll never miss a top of the range TV. Mm. Because if I if like we know the technology improves, right? So if if my budget is always seven hundred pounds, ten years later, 
they're still going to be teenies for £700. And it's going to, that 10 years, that is still going to be significantly better than yeah. the TV I bought 10 years ago. You yeah. know what I mean? So I always, I think like, you, the, you, can, you can have a budget. You the know? three grand TV now is mm. the £700 TV of three years from now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so, so you will you'll get that top of the line TV. You just get it when there's a new top of the line yeah, TV. Yeah. And actually, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day because I was uh, using my laptop to save something from Photoshop. Right. And it was like a huge TIFF file. Yeah. Like crazy. Was it off a digital camera or something? No, it was a yeah. It was off a digital camera, but there's like I think ten layers to it, all kinds of added filters, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. As for this uh, advertising thing I'm doing. Because you know, I'm always busy. I'm always doing things. Like yep. <laughs> and uh, my MacBook was like dying. Mm. It, it was taking like 40 odd minutes to save this file. Oh, sure. My MacBook's only a year old. Like, oh, I bought man. a brand new, like, mm. decent level. Okay, it's a MacBook Air. Mm, but but it was still like a thousand pound laptop. Yeah. And I'm like, a thousand pound laptop, and it's fucked. And it, it occurred to me the problem is not the laptop, the problem is that like software mm. is constantly improving right yeah, yeah. so it requires more storage more more ram more this more that whatever it is yeah more power and your laptop is top of the range for the software that's available today yeah yeah but the, the top of the range software that's available six months from now will fry the fuck out of your today's top range laptop and this it, it was like shit yeah. it, you're never going to be on top of things. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. This is the thing. It's um, even like the PlayStation and then the, the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, like they're top of the range now. They will be, I believe, within a year. Now, consoles have a, a life cycle of about two, three years, isn't it? Probably like seven. Like seven. You oh, think yeah, how long, like how long it will yeah, actually yeah. physically last? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. But I mean, like the PlayStation Four until until like before the PlayStation Six comes out, it'll probably be about seven years. Okay. Yeah, and um, but your machine is only top of the range for about a year. By next year, there'll be PCs out there. Like, oh, of course. Shit all over it. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Do you know? What? And even with that, like, Nick's got a Xbox One, you know. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Inside joke. So he's got he's got uh, Xbox One with bare games. He got it for free, but it was a yeah, gift. Nice, nice. I'm just saying that. But yeah, we're playing Rainbow Six. Oh yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. That's like I, I don't think that's the first. I maybe the second Rainbow Six. Mm. I think I'm like ten years old. I still have fun playing yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, it's good. It's good. All the triangles and everything. Yeah. But it's not even that bad. Like okay. So like the, 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 what's it called? The diminishing returns now because things are getting so close to looking realistic. There's less and less like you can make things ten times more powerful. Once it looks real, it looks real, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah, like yeah, would you want it to look less like, returns each yeah, time? Yeah, unreal. Mm. So so real, it's unreal. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. The things nowadays that are making things look real are the imperfections. Yeah. You know, when you create a model and it just looks so clean cut, it's like there's no life to it. It looks well, and it's 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 now almost going the other way like we have to make the face a bit grubby we have to yeah you know it's that kind of so stuff even uh, when i was looking for that time when i, was, I switched from iphone to android mm. i was looking at what phone to get yeah and it was like okay do i save two three hundred pounds on the iphone and get the samsung mm. 
which the top one at the time I think was the 10 plus um, or do I save 500 pounds and get the Google Pixel 2 okay. XL right I went into whatever shop it was and they were showing me the Samsung and they were like check this out sir right look look at this phone go into the camera and, and see what you can see through the lens of this camera right it was in a fixed pod so it's, you couldn't pick it up or anything so I'm looking through it and it showed like an aerial view of like a little village right. on the screen mm. I was like okay okay cool and then he, he goes right now now look at what that's taken a picture of and it looked like the head of a needle oh wow right the the zoom on it was so yeah. good that it was like oh my god they blow your mind yeah. right I was like okay that's, that's great he goes yeah this camera is so amazing to the, I was like alright cool I don't need a camera that's that good. <laughs> I'm taking pictures of my kid, <laughs> yeah. selfies of my dick. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, I could literally, there's there's no need for that much detail, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. for the dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I feel like we get too carried up on, like carried away on, on things being that great. But yeah. Sorry to digress off the Christmas thing, but yeah, it's just uh, that... The PlayStation thing obviously is a bit fucked up as well at the minute with the people scalping, touting, scalping yeah. them and whatnot. Yeah, it's nuts. That's um, got the Parliament, like they're they're trying to figure out a way to. Yeah, don't sell them online. Sell them in store, and you yeah. can't reserve them. Done. One, I, I think one, I one think, purchase per customer. I think the, the thing is, they can they with regards to doing them online is, for example, for example, Amazon, right? So, Amazon have. X amount of Prime members, yeah, who wanted them, but ten billion. They could, yeah, like <laughs> more than could, the population. Could, and those are all then all verified addresses, one per household. They could easily do that. Yeah, they could easily do that. And imagine for all the people who wanted who wanted PlayStation who weren't Prime members, that would have gone to sign up. Yeah, there's loads of simple things they could do. Um, Danny, why are you not working for Amazon? Hooking them up with this kind of raw knowledge. This is the point, bro. This is what we're going going back. People are so fucking dumb, generally. Yeah, yeah. No one at Amazon had that idea. To... Yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, otherwise, Christmas. Um, yeah, spending at home. I've, I've, I've invited, like... Uh, I'm, I'm going to try and see family either just before or in between. But I've, because the government has allowed me out for a few days. Um, but I'm going to... I've, I've invited a few people over. Um, so there's a couple of people who are going to be here for most of the day who would otherwise just be not really doing much similar sort of situation sad pricks yeah <laughs> similar situation to myself well, mine, mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple of other people just going to swing by in the evening and okay, maybe have okay. a couple of drinks and stuff okay but um tyler hooks up banging most so yeah. is, uh, is mia popping around for a bit mia's going to come around in the evening as well she was supposed to come around in the day but because her nan is of like elder elder we've decided go there first Covid free, yeah, and then come to us in the evening, yeah, and catch it later. That's right. Yeah, you gotta do these things. You gotta protect the bond. Exactly. Yeah, man. I'm thinking after the whole Christmas day thing, I might, uh, I might do a little drive up to to Bonnie Scotland. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a bit difficult because you can't book hotels unless you're working. Mm. So I might have to like see if I can get some job interviews. That's what I done. Literally, can you imagine like just calling like a waitress and be like, listen mate, seriously, I'll pay you, just invite me for a job interview. Or <laughs> well, you could just really apply. <laughs> they would, just walk up and they just, nah, actually, I'm, 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 I'm,
I'm like, if I actually, if let's say for example, if I got a job, let's say back in finance or doing whatever, yeah. like, there's there's a lot of decently paying jobs, like hundred k plus jobs mm. that I could easily commit to and do the role of. Yeah, I could not get any of those jobs because on paper, I'm underqualified, undereducated. But in terms of being able to execute that job to a high level, I know I'm able to do it. When I was working in banking, I got um, uh, I, I actually got an email from the director of bank insurance and the director of the group of Lloyd Banking Group to like congratulate me on the work I was doing. I was like the top guy in the country oh, wow. for that for that quarter for that yeah. year. I can't remember now, but um, but yes, yeah, so, and I was like the only guy doing my job in London that was under twenty five and without a university degree wow so both of those yeah, things yeah. there was there, there was no one else under 25 yeah and there was no one else without a university degree and i was both and i was smashing them all yeah not to blow my own trumpet but do, 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 do. Yeah. fuck y'all you think you were their token <laughs> let's come on let's give them a try let's, let's get we that got... lad off the council yeah. there. <laughs> but the thing is no, that's good though it's, it, it is true it's true um when I, when I went for my job interview, mm. the the woman that interviewed me was like, oh, this guy, he's a, he's certain CV, he's, he's interested in languages. And he's, oh, he's a martial arts background, okay, okay. So when we go in, she's like, so, so you know, what, what language are you interested in? I was like, oh, I can speak a little bit of like Hindi, a little bit of Spanish, even a little, little bit of Swahili, this and that. Okay. And she was like, you can't speak Swahili. I was like, I can speak a little bit. I'm not tr- claiming yeah. to be fluent. She was like, introduce yourself. I was like, what, in Swahili? She's like, yeah. I was like, can you speak Swahili? <laughs> she, she was like, maybe. Introduce yourself. I was like, Jumbo Bana Rafiki. Uh, which just means like, hi, my friend. Like, good afternoon. Yeah. Or like, good day, my friend. Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> shit, okay. So then I was like, I said a couple of other things to her. And uh, yeah, it turns out, her parents are from Kenya, ah. so she spoke some Swahili as well. That blew the socks off. What kept the socks off was the black belt and taekwondo stuff, which was the end, the whole rest of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And and that was it. Like yeah. there was no oh shit, you're not qualified because mm. I was able to speak articulately yeah. and carry myself. That's the well. thing sometimes. It's just getting through. Uh, yeah, but I, that opportunity I wouldn't get that opportunity. Yeah. opportunity right now fortunately like even when i was looking to transition from banking okay i ended up teaching taekwondo but i just through being a, a maniacal guy applied for like four or five hundred jobs in a week and then i picked the ones that i wanted to go to the interviews for. yeah um and uh and some of the ones that I, like, I got invited to jobs that i wasn't qualified to i couldn't have done them yeah um and I, I went to them and then I, I was like, yeah, uh, I don't think people, act, like whoever it was that, that picked me for this interview, I don't think they checked on me. Like at the end of the interview, because I was like, I actually can't take this job. And they were like, why not? I was like, because you have a minimum requirement of this and this. And they were like, you had to have that to be able to do that job, right? So let's say if it was something in like uh, biochemical engineering yeah. or something, right? Like yeah. you couldn't blag it that you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um But that's the thing. I, one of them was like biochemical job, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I speeched it well enough in the interview that the guy was like, you know, really interested. He yeah. was kind of keen. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then uh, and then I, I had to snap out of it for myself and be like, Louis, you can't take this job even if they offer it to you. 
But um, but yeah, and then the the job that I, I obviously I got invited to to some interviews and stuff, and then and then you know I did get offered a job quite quickly, but um, but yeah, I had to I had to just just throw it out there, mm. apply for tons of jobs, um, but yeah, anyway, with the whole the 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 New Year's thing, obviously Christmas, New Year's, and then after that, I mean, I've I've got like a week before I got to go back to work, okay, um, and. Uh, and I was like, I'd like, I'd like to do some stuff for my kids, but realistically, everything's gonna be shut. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to do, is there? It's just like going to parks and yeah, and the weather's crap. And the thing is, like, people are like, oh, you know, don't we? Don't complain. Both of my kids have have lost out massively this year mm. on be, just being able to live yeah, life yeah. as children yeah. properly. Yeah. Because weather's not that great all the time. Mm. We had, we did have some good time during the summer, so we could yeah. take them out, but. You know, like I wanted to take my kids to the museum. My son yeah. loves dinosaurs. The museum's yeah. now shut. Sure, yeah. You know, there's so many things that are like, oh, I would do this, but can't. Would do this, but can't. So, but obviously, you know, vaccines getting rolled out. It is indeed. It is indeed. And on the vaccine thing, actually, there was something. So there was a. There's been six cases of Bell's palsy from people that have received the vaccine, right? Okay, what's that? Uh, it's like a partial facial paralysis. Okay. And so I've read this. I've read this article on it, and then I went onto like the fact checking website, and uh. it, it said that there is six cases of Bell's palsy. Yeah. However, they don't think it's linked, but they are going to continue to monitor it. Was this the same where I think some of them was this in the trial or since? It's no, been... this was outside the trial, but it did when mention live, how okay. in the trial there was some. It wasn't fake news, but there was a thing. There was a thing going around about six people that died during the trial. Yeah. However. Four of the people that died had received the placebo, placebo. Yeah, yeah. and the two people that were. died were within the normal range of deaths yeah. that you'd have on a massive scale trial. Yeah. So fine. However, when I looked into this, so I looked into this again because someone else questioned it, and um, and I was trying to find it, and then the person I was talking to found another website, and it said, like the normal number of cases of Bell's palsy per let's say hundred thousand mm. is like twenty. Right. And then within this, where it's like 10,000 or, or less, where I can't remember the exact numbers, but they, they worked it out as a percentage. And in the normal, in a normal population, according to this article, in the normal population, the number of cases of Bell's palsy is like 0.25% of the population. And in this, and if you take out this sample group. It's a permanent thing. No. Oh, why? And if you take out this sample group yeah. and, and you know, extrapolate that to the same kind of figures, mm. it worked out at 0.15% of the population. And I was like, do you not think that's a bit suspicious? Mm. And the person was like, no, it says that, that that's proof there that it's actually, it's, it's not as dangerous. And I was like, they're trying to say it's basically less dangerous. Like you, you have less chance of getting Bell's palsy if you have the vaccine, indirectly saying it. They're not directly yeah, saying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're basically that's saying yeah. your chances of getting it go down mm. after the vaccine because there's literally like 0.1% less. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't add up. Yeah, yeah. It don't make sense. And that's the, that's the times where I think you can rationally criticise the lack of explanation for that. Like, there should be a, there should be a footnote next to it because I'm sure there must be something that I've missed. Yeah. But as an as an intelligent person, I've looked at it and gone, hmm, seems a bit suspect. My mate sent me this thing earlier, actually, and it's quite funny. It's it a was, picture of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, it it was these memes that just said correlation is not 
uh, causation. Okay, yeah, yeah. Have you seen these? No. And it had one like, um, let me quickly see if I can find it. But it was basically like, the on the graph, the figures follow each other, people eating ice cream and shark attacks. Okay. <laughs> it's where people are at the beach and it's summertime, so I'll show you quickly like, Correlation is not causation. Ice cream sells, shark attacks. Oh dear. Uh, correlate, um, uh, what's this one? Uh, autism, organic food sells. I mean, to tell you, I haven't checked these to see if they are actually big. But, um, and then the other one was uh, suicide. Americans committing suicide and um, Japanese car sales. <laughs> and there's actually this, like, this. Oh, uh, dear. This thing, but I was like, this is how conspiracy theories start. So I replied, the one, the, the one, um, the one with autism and organic foods. I replied, so basically, pesticides are the cure to autism. The one with the ice cream and the shark, or ice cream makes your blood sweet, and the sharks can smell you from further away. And then, but I was like, this is literally the kind of stuff people will come out with. Yeah. yeah. And then the Japanese one, it was um, uh, suicides by crashing a motor vehicle in America. Suicides. Japanese passengers, passenger cars sold in the US and suicides by crashing of a motor vehicle. And you know, Japan has a high suicide rate, higher than average. Yeah. Um, so, so with quoting, it's not Japan that has a high suicide rate, it's drivers of Japanese cars that have a high suicide rate. But that is literally what these graphs, like, when you start extrapolating data from it, it's that, it's, it's so nuts, but it is, that is a, uh, that is a uh, data. In fact, I'm going to show you something afterwards. It's just okay. a short video clip. It's quite yeah. interesting. I just seen this thing in the news actually. Mm. Um, it's weird. I, I saw that the picture of this woman and her kid, and I was like, "There's something familiar about this." Like, I don't know these people, but there's something familiar about them. Yeah. And it was a uh, sad news, unfortunately, about a, a woman, a 25 year old woman, and her two year old daughter found dead uh, yeah. after apparent murder suicide. Sure. Lives in housing. Oh fuck. I was like, it might be that obviously yeah. you've got kids and stuff, you yeah, go out. Yeah. I've probably seen them at some yeah. point, her with her kid. Like, I've got quite a good memory for yeah. people's faces and stuff, and I was like, oh, that person looks familiar. Yeah, but it's mad. Yeah, it's an unfortunate thing that there is obviously an increase in people feeling a bit fucking shit at the minute. Yeah. Due to the old lockdown. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed after the old January. And, and they've actually increased the furlough now to April. Yeah, I saw that today. It's so funny because I feel like everyone in the government is, is giving out this stupid, stupid news every day. Just give you like lockdown, this. Everyone's like unpopular yeah. and wishy just rolls up. You know what, guys? I'm going to give you a bit more money and <laughs> just take all the applause. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's, got the, he's got the easiest job in government at the moment. Definitely. He'll get voted in too much. Yeah. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be the next Boris Johnson. Obviously, that uh, Boris man, he's. He seemed a little bit more out of touch these days, you know? Yeah. A bit more, more out of touch yeah. than what's going on with Bojo. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, can't, I can't believe, I, I don't think he's going to get voted in again. I don't, I don't. I, I was speaking with someone about this earlier, it's like the government has created so much anti-government sentiment across, even people who are not into conspiracy theories are just thinking, you are a bunch of incompetent, pricks like there's just so many things that they just seem to be doing wrong basic things as well but 
or where we are or where we are I don't know. do you have a uh, do you have a uh, old school song do you know what I don't okay. I don't know why like normally on my way here I'm like I got this I got this point, but there is a song that I was listening to today it's a little bit Go old school on. it's not that old school but let me just find the name of it um, do you not have yours I've got mine Okay, do you want to I'm do trying this? to keep it on on thing. So mine's is a oh, okay. driving home for Christmas by Chris Rea. Oh okay. Oh, uh, mine's the the song that I wanted to do was "End of the World" by Chris Brown. That's just a dirty song. <laughs> that Chris Rea song, driving home for Christmas, is probably my favourite Christmas song. Do you know? What? I'll be honest. I fucking hate Christmas songs. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not keen on many of them. I like the. There's that famous Irish one that recently got banned. Okay. And and um, not bad, but like there was some controversial lyrics at certain radio stations decided not to play it, and uh, and this one I quite like them. Uh, I'm adding that to a new playlist. And my old school film is going to be another Christmas one. Go on. Uh, a Christmas Story. Did you ever watch that? No, I don't. It was about a kid who wanted a BB gun. Oh yeah. It's, uh... Did you see? Did you see that thing? What's that? Oh my god! There's a kid in America mm-hmm. asked Santa for a Nerf gun. Okay. Santa said no. What? <laughs> he was at the shopping mall. He asked Santa for a Nerf gun. Yeah. And he was like, "I'm afraid not, young man. I can't bring you a Nerf gun. I can't bring you a gun. Guns are bad." Okay. He's like, "There's plenty of other things you can have. You can have toys. You can have, like your remote control cars and this, that, and the other thing." And this kid. Just looked at Santa, this figure that he looks up to, the the yes man of like, when the fuck does Santa say no, bro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear you could go sit on. I'm gonna get my kid to sit on Santa's lap when he's about seven or eight. Right, and I'm just gonna get him and be like, listen, <laughs> you're gonna ask Santa for some blow. <laughs> okay, just ask Santa for some blow. I just want to see like how he reacts. Yeah. You gotta say yes, bro. You can't say no to a kid. He'd be like, listen, Santa, I just want half an ounce of dough, please. <laughs> right? I'd watch Santa, he'll go, You've been a good boy this year. <laughs> I think you deserve some freedom. <laughs> time to chill. But yeah, this Santa Claus was like, Nope, afraid not, young man. And you just see that kid. As the as Santa was like going, Look, there's plenty of other things you can have. It's it's not the only toy that's available, you can have this, this, this. That kid's face just started to scratch up and he's like Ooh. his mum comes over and starts hugging him and she's like, Look, Santa's like, Don't worry, your daddy can get you the, the, the nerf gun. Yeah. And his and the, the mum's like, Don't worry, you'll you'll get the gun, you get the gun. And, he, and then Santa says something to the mum and she's like, It's a nerf gun. And yeah, she's like, yeah. Fuck you, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though, isn't oh, it? Oh dear, Santa got fired, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I, Santa I mean, You can't tell you can't say no to a kid, bro. Do you know what it is as well? It's that thing, isn't it, of like, particularly this was in America, right? Yeah. Of like... Enforcing your view. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine. In that circumstance, like a little kid, and it's a freaking nerf. Imagine, imagine as a kid, yeah, like, I put my kid on Santa's lap, the Santa's lap, so what are you going to do for Christmas? And my kid's like, yeah, so we're going to open presents, I'm going to have a turkey dinner. And Santa just goes, hold on, turkey? (laughs) Do you know how brutal the life and existence is of these poor little animals and they get slaughtered <laughs> you should turn vegan this is not right and then he starts showing my kid pictures of animals and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm like Santa 
I'm gonna take you outside and beat the <laughs> fuck out of you. <laughs> but it yeah, it's mad, bro. Uh, that's what as soon as you said about the Christmas story thing, I was like, yeah. damn. Yeah, it's uh, that's a, a terrible thing. But yeah, all right. Yeah. What's your what's your throwback? Oh, you said Chris Brown. Chris Brown, end of the world, dirty song. I hope I haven't picked it already, but I do like um, it. Every now and again it comes on. I'm like, yeah. End of the world. Yeah. No earth shaking though as we went down. Let's is that what is that what's called? Sure, that's well. cool. Let me let me look it up, let me look it up. Uh End of the World as we know it. No, no. Chris <laughs> Brown. I don't know. It might be called Lay Down actually, let me see. Or it might be called One Night. Hold on. <laughs> there you go, dickhead. It's called 2012. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I wonder when it was released. Oh yeah, 2012. <laughs> so, do I know this one? Here we go. Oh, very seductive in the beginning. Oh, it's, a, it's a dirty song, bro. Yeah. It's like it talks about I want I want you um I want to grab you by your legs and hips take your body with my fingertips. It's a dirty song, bro. It's a dirty song. It's a bedroom song. Yeah, it's a bedroom banger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my throwback movie mm. is gonna be a terrible movie, but it's one that like I. I when it if it's on TV, I've got to watch it. I just can't not jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Uh, I feel like I've seen it. I'll give you a clue. Yeah. Go on. Turbo Man. Oh, on the sourcing with Sinbad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Sick film, bro. Yeah. Terrible, but sick. Yeah. That is a good one. But yeah, man. I think that might be our last one for this year. Yeah. Unless we get some fun to it. So. Uh, if uh, if that is and you're listening to this and it's this side of 2020 then uh, I hope you guys listening have a wonderful Christmas and a splendid new year indeed and Danny thinks you should all go fuck yourself I do indeed <laughs> um, yeah have a great remainder of the year and make 2021 the best you can and uh, and if you really want to get on Santa's uh, like good list make sure you uh, go on to Instagram Facebook follow us like us share it with your friends Tell your mums, your dads to listen. If you want, send us a message. We we'll give you a shout out. If you want, what I'm thinking of doing as well is getting people to do shout outs of people that they want to cuss and why they want them cuss because uh, I want to cuss people out. Okay, yeah, and that yeah. might be a thing for next year. I, I might just that's start. A good, I think that's a good idea. I might just start cussing people out for free. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. a good idea. More stuff like that coming next year, people. But yeah, guys, stay safe. Stay safe. Have fun. Have a happy new year. Peace. Peace.